The Spanish Announce Table. Episode 352, take two of the Spanish Announce Table. Uh, our streaming software decided to have an update, and it didn't actually work. Had to revert it and get it going. But that's what we do for you. And I say we because Tom is back. Hey! Back from vacation from Philly and Boston am. and wherever else. I am. Went to Philadelphia for a couple days. Went to Boston for a couple days. Watched you on the live stream last week. You did a fantastic job. Oh, thanks. Left a couple comments. Heard your comments about yep. my comments. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yep. Like that interaction. Enjoy it. Might do it more often if I'm not on the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm back. Uh, we went to a couple baseball games. Uh, now we're going to take up the challenge, my wife and I, of trying to visit all the baseball stadiums in the United States of America. So it should be fun. And Canada, because Toronto has a baseball team as well. Uh, so your wife yeah, a baseball look- fan? Yeah, I, I think. So here's what we were talking about with baseball stadiums and baseball games. It's a good representation of a city without having to do all 60 things that are in New York or all 30 things that are in Boston, right? Like you go okay. to a game, yeah. you get a good feel of who the people are. Obviously the vendors are going to be some good representation of like, for example, Tony Luke's was in Philadelphia, okay. good right. cheesesteak place. So you got that in Boston, you had some Boston cream pies uh, for desserts. So it's like, it's a good encompassing feeling of what the city is. Right. And also you get to watch some sports that you don't have to like, oh my God, is someone going to die? Now, obviously, you know, some things could happen, but like when you watch football sometimes, oh, no, it can be uncomfortable. I've right? seen a book before that covers like all the ways uh, people have died in baseball parks over the years. Well, no, what I'm saying was with the sport, it's it's not as like you don't have to worry about the athletes as much, right? Like right. if they if a wide receiver goes across the middle and takes a huge hit, we don't have to go like, well... Hopefully is he going to get he up? he has insurance. Yeah, like yeah. hopefully his kids know another person to take care of him, right? So with baseball, it's a good, just easygoing uh, thing. And another thing that we were doing is also taking tours of the stadium. So that's also fun. Uh, I'm a big fan, by the way, of the movie The Town. Have you ever watched The Town when Ben Affleck came out in like 2010? I mean, I know what it is, but I haven't read really Oh, I love it. It's in my top five favorite movies of all time. Well, Fenway has a lot of spots that was filmed. Uh, uh, the movie uh, was filmed in Fenway in a few different spots. So I got to visit those and see that. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, now I'm back and now I'm ready to talk some pro wrestling. I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah, man. Um, you're back. We're ready to talk some pro wrestling. We've had a crazy, we had an extreme rules. We had an AW dynamite that was off the charts. We had some GCW with some title changes Ooh. going on there. Oh, get a little Do I point this way. Yeah, other way. Ah! Yeah, yeah, look at that. Yeah, um, uh, Effie, Effie rules, man. Or Effie is what? What, what is the like? Effie's okay. <laughs> what do they Effie say? Effie is like, fine. Effie is fine. That's what it is. Effie yeah. is fine. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm super excited to get to talk about it. And what I'm really excited to talk about is what you want to talk about. And I'm talking about you listening to my voice, watching me on the YouTube, or watching back. You know, if you weren't watching us live. We talk about what you want to talk about, and you can do that a couple ways. You can be chatting with us right now as we're doing the live show on the YouTube. Nobody's doing that yet. Yet. Somebody will. Or, or, yeah, Tom? Hey, some uh, late-breaking news that just dawned on me. Oh. Uh, a little bit of personal uh, news for the show. This Sunday, we're going back out mm-hmm. to St. Louis yep. to see Glory Pro Wrestling. Guess who will be on that card? Effie. Effie will be on that card. Effie's going right. to be on that card. That's right. We got Effie, Danhausen, Warhorse, and then the legend. And if you've been watching AEW recently, you know how much of a badass this motherfucker is. Minoru Suzuki. Come on. Well, also, notwithstanding, you have pro wrestling's greatest dad. Dan the dad. Dan the dad. Oh my goodness. I, I, you know, there were some things that happened on this trip that I didn't know how to handle. I need some fatherly advice. I'm excited to talk to Dan the dad to get my life in order. But with that being said, look out for some great content as we go out to glory pro wrestling this Sunday. Uh, check out the YouTubes, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, all the fucking things that yep. you consume. Yep. We're on it. And we're going to have some fun stuff for you. We are going to have some fun stuff for you. We also, the day before that, 
We're going to be back at our old uh, pals, uh, the Up Down Kansas City Bar, for a non-wrestling event. We're going to be yeah. announcing uh, the basketball tournament that they're going to be doing there. And I can't tell you how fun this sounds like it's going to be, right? Yeah, and for those listening, uh, Tim said that correctly. Basketball. Basketball. Based off, it's based off the 1990s movie that featured both of the South Park creators. Uh, also, Carmen Electra, Jenny McCarthy, Bob Costas, Al Michaels. Oh, so many motherfuckers in that movie. A great fun movie that if you haven't seen it, I'd definitely say uh, at least take out two hours of your day to check it out. It's yeah. really fun. But yeah, we're going to be hosting that at Updown Kansas City. So come out, check that out. Uh, but with all that now being yes. said, now let's get to... Now let's get to... Hashtag Tweet the Tables, the other way you can get involved and tell us what to talk about, right? See, we are the voice of the voiceless, right? CM Punk says he's no longer that. I don't know that he ever really was. We were. We oh, are. Oh, he was. He was. Okay, so maybe he was. But we are now. We picked up the ball and we're running with it. We're the podcast of the people. We give you the stage first with hashtag Tweet the Table. New graphic even. I got a new graphic for it, Tom. That's how much I love, love Tweet the Table. You use love that it. on Twitter. Hashtag Tweet the Table. I'm at the awesome voice. That's at TMAC816, is it? TMAC underscore 816. And we're yes. at Table Show, but just use hashtag Tweet the Table. We'll read them right here. Like at AUC Cata. He says hashtag AEW Dynamite. Guys, goes by, excuse me, so fucking fast every single week for me. Shows seem like they're 45 to 60 minutes long. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Oh my goodness. And some of those named AEW Dynamites feel like it goes by quicker than that. When you get your Grand Slams, uh, you know, your, um, uh, I can't even think of some of the other ones here all off the top of my head, but uh, the uh, the snow one, what's that one? Uh, the uh, Winter is the coming. Winter is coming, you know, all of those. Yeah, it feels like it's 30 minutes and you're like, wait a minute, I saw all of these wrestlers. Yep. But it's already, you know, 10 o'clock in the or nine o'clock in the one true time zone. Yep. Well, God's favorite bitch. time zone. Yeah, you know. Uh ooh, and we got some God's favorite uh hot takes here coming soon. Um, but yeah, AEW Dynamite is so much fun. Guess what? I'm gonna be going. I got a birthday present early. Thank you. Happy birthday to me. I got a birthday present. I'm going to AEW Dynamite November third. Nice. Nice. Mm. I've never seen Sting before. I'm really hoping I see Sting. As much as, you know, you can say whatever you want about Sting, I'm going to mark out. If he does a Stinger Splash, I literally might melt. I really might melt in my seat. My life is complete. I'm done. Like, that. Oh, that's all I need. I've met all five of my top favorite pro wrestlers of all time, except for Sting. Nice. Sting's number four on the list. Nice. But I haven't met him. Yeah, well... Maybe you will in good old Independence, Missouri. Right? It's in Independence. Right? It is. Yes. Yeah, it's always it's America's always, favorite city. It's always a uh, you know coin flip when you go out to Independence on whether or not you're going to make it back. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking. Hey, about? you know what I'm saying? You know what? Bad things happen <laughs> in Independence. Keep your head on a swivel. What up? Hashtag tweet the table going back out at B double D four says, I feel like Cody doesn't realize he's nowhere near as over as he thinks he is. Hashtag AEW dynamite hashtag tweet the table. And Tom's got some hot takes liar. He is <laughs> very over. He is so over. You think of the most iconic moments in AEW. First off his match with his brother uh, at the pay-per-view. That's one of the moments you have. Obviously, uh, his dog collar match with Brody Lee. That's a moment. I could keep going. I won't. I think Cody is doing awesome. And as I told you before we started recording, this isn't the appetizer. Or this isn't the, the main course. We're getting the appetizer right now. If you look at Cody's body of work, especially since he's left WWE, where he got over the most was as a heel. So he just did two years of like, hey, I'll go do the TNT shows and I'll be the judge on some reality shows. Ha, 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 ha. But now that I got your attention, watch me do my best work. And this is what we're getting up to. And you can't just have one episode. He's wearing the American flag. Next episode, he's giving a crossroads to Arn Anderson. You got to build to it. So this is what we're doing right now. I am thoroughly interested in the Cody Rhodes story. I can't wait till we get back to those days when he was at Impact Wrestling and Brandy was trying to wrestle and he came out, interrupted the match, gave the opponent $5, said it's going to be more money than the booker gives you, tried to stop Brandy from wrestling again. I cannot wait for that Cody Rhodes. And that's what's coming yeah. You gotta love it. Look, uh, 
uh, Arn Anderson even called him a loser. But he's not. <laughs> like, but that's what I mean. I, that's what's going to facilitate. Yeah, the that's what turn. I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love it, and I also love. It, we'll get into the the. the well, actually, no. Let's talk about it now. Yeah. I actually love how Lee Johnson didn't do the like. Hey, Arn, I think you're yeah. being a little hard. He's like, all right, I guess I'm with Arn. Yeah. Like, so well, listen, as we mentioned, hey, hey, listen. If you were standing there and those two guys were arguing. One of them just told you he's fucking packing. So I'm going to do what that guy says. Yeah, I got this guy's back. He but said, let's also, go. And he didn't yeah. say, if you want to. <laughs> he said, let's go. Yeah. Well, and then the thing is, is because we've mentioned this a couple different times of the Cody story is Sean Spears turns on him. He was mm-hmm. a best friend. MJF turns on him. He was a protege. Uh, QT Marshall. Fuck. Tim. Shit, QT Marshall again. Oh, dude. Uh, we got it's a late okay. start. I had to run it some happens. errands. I left it, you on the happen. line. We'll get you on things next week. QT Marshall, next our biggest week. fan. Yeah, but he turns on Cody. So now Cutie. we have we have the groundwork that says, well, maybe it wasn't the friends at all. It was Cody himself. And that's a story I'm interested in. So for all these people saying that he's uh, AEW surpassed him and all that, no. If any promotion surpassed anyone on TV, it's Tommaso Ciampa in NXT. He's like a sore thumb in like a Skittles diarrhea toilet bowl of bullshit. Like he doesn't deserve to be in there, but he doesn't feel like he fits at all. Anyhow, that's a different topic. Cody's great. Suck it from the back if you disagree. Love you, B-Double. You're great. All right. Tweet and table. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about this a lot tonight before we get into what we want to talk about because uh, WWE had a pay-per-view and uh, at Devil Vamp says, and that is how you do an opening pay per view match. Awesome. Just great roller coaster ride. Hashtag extreme rules. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that match. Yeah, fine. What match? That was the tri- <laughs> that was the triple threat, wasn't it? Wasn't that uh, Biggie? I don't and, fucking know. Um, or was that the the the? T- yeah, I forget the order of them now. Um, yeah. Let me pull it up. Extreme rules card. What opened it? Was that the triple threat? I don't fucking know. I thought the whole thing sucked. I'm gonna be honest with you. WWE has not told an entertaining story in quite some time, and I just get so goddamn indifferent about what the fuck they put on their television but with that being said i will respond because again we are the voice of the voiceless and so we want to make sure that you are being heard and so let's get up this uh extreme rules 2021 the first match here that we got yes new day versus bobby lashley agent almost sure oh yeah that it was, was, the, it, was the, it was the six man tag right yeah and that's fine Right? Cool. Well, yes, and that's going to get you your, like he's saying, right? You open it up, you get the crowd hype, everybody's like, you know what I mean? It's fan favorites. But, again, there's just no, I didn't care about this. Here's what I'll say the, the this match made me think of is why, at his age, are we kind of just putting AJ Styles in no man's land? Where it's just like, he's just hanging Let's out. Let's talk about that. Thomas. Devil Vimp also says, uh, Xavier Woods and AJ Styles could be twins. They are both super skilled and have all the charisma. Hashtag extreme rules. Hashtag tweet the table. Now, if New Day, I hate that New Day keeps saying they won't break up because the stories that could come from a New Day breakup are, are insane. Well, yes. But, but if we did that, right, I, a, a program between Xavier Woods and AJ Styles could, or, uh, could be fun. I mean, like those guys, the comedy alone could be fun but again i don't know that there's like a there's no intriguing storyline for me right well yeah we don't know what stories they can tell um i do agree though picture perfect i get them confused all the time i'm like who is yeah, who here yeah, yeah. They, could I be cannot, twins. Could definite be twins. twins definitely twins voice um, sounds the same i yeah look walk everything hairstyle just picture perfect yeah right hey Fit like a hand on glove, those two. Uh, but what I will say is just like AJ Styles at this age, why are we fucking around with bullshit? Like, let's use, because he's not getting any younger, and I believe he's 44, 45, and he hasn't had that Hulk Hogan body slam, uh, you know, shoulder tackle style. Let's not fucking waste this by him doing crazy shit with Kofi Kingston. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, AJ's got to retire. Well, I guess we never got that other championship run out of him. Like, get all this shit out now. 
Yeah. Right? The New Day breaking up, like if Kofi went on a power trip or something. You know what I mean? Like, can't can't they? Well, but here's the thing. I understand what they're saying is like, hey, not every group has to turn on each other. But then do what uh, the Pinnacle and um, the Inner Circle are doing in AEW where Sammy Guevara, spoiler alert, wins the TNT Championship from Miro. And Fuego goes out and celebrates with them, right? It wasn't Chris Jericho and Santana and Ortiz and uh, Jake Hager. It was just Sammy and his best friend because they don't always have to be connected at the hip. That's what I wish the New Day would do is like, hey, if you're going to separate and you're going to do other stuff, then like, let's see something different, right? Sammy's coming out in different gear. He's not wearing the the leather uh, inner circle jacket. So like... New Day, you guys keep just doing, hey, I'm by myself, but look at my gear, still says New Day. It's like, well, then fucking do something. Do something, yeah. If you're not, yeah, that's my thing is I don't even want you to break up. But if you're not going to break up, then do something different. Well, speaking of doing something different, at Mr. Four Throw says, did anyone catch that WWE Extreme Rules was being sponsored by Rosetta Stone? Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Hey, so we've been spending money. We spent money. Uh, with Glory Pro sponsoring a match. And so now we spent some money with WWE. We wanted the Spanish-speaking audience and the Spanish announce table to get over a little bit here. So we worked with Rosetta Stone, and you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, really, what was more entertaining, hearing the Spanish broadcast over the English broadcast or the Usos versus the Street Profits? I love that it, it would go away. And then it would come back. And I can mm-hmm. just imagine like McMahon sitting back in Gorilla and his headphones and like ripping him off and being like, God damn, oh, fuck, you guys can't get the goddamn fucking. And he's going over and like trying to fix it and fucking shoving mashing <laughs> buttons. And then all of a sudden we get the French fucking thing. Like if it went down any way different, I don't care because that's how I picture it happening in yeah, my head. And that's, that's what I, I want to believe. I want to see that on story time, right? They'll replace the one where they had Ric Flair flashing people on the. Airport. Oh. That didn't age well. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, they, WWE's like, oh, damn, he did that? Hmm, good thing we never put that on story time or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have known? Who would have known he would have been capable of something like that? It's as if he hasn't been telling us that the entire fucking time of his career. We put career. it on a kid's show and made it a fucking lovely story about it years ago. <laughs> the women loved it, Tim. The women loved it. Hey, man, Space Mountain. Longest ride, right? Or longest line or something like that or whatever. Yeah, longest line, oldest ride. Yeah. Well, well yeah. At UC Cata says, thank you, Lily. Crowd should have been chanting, thank you, Charlotte. Hashtag extreme rules. Hashtag tweet the table. And, man, I, I agree. Like, this Alexa Bliss thing can die, right? Like, this character. Oh, Tim. The whole thing can fucking. I mean, it's burn dead. Down. I mean, no, it, no, yeah. no, no. You're not understanding what <laughs> you, I'm telling you. Mean you mean the the universe? The <laughs> whole fucking thing here. Charlotte, Lily, mm-hmm. Eva, Alexa Bliss, uh, Charlotte, Shayna Baszler, <laughs> Nia Jax, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, <laughs> Nikki Ash, Charlotte, Charlotte. Uh, Lily. Uh, the fucking big girl, uh, what's her name, with the broad shoulders. Oh. Uh, the, um, Dewdrop. The st- no, Dewdrop, but I'm talking about the one that stomps all the time. Um, Nia Jax? Uh, no, the, that's a brutality, and she oh, stomps. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, that, no, fucking burn it all down. There hasn't been a story told that's compelling since Bailey fought Sasha Banks at NXT TakeOver. It all fucking sucks. Actually, that's not true. The man with Becky Lynch was pretty cool. But fuck the women's division in WWE. It is so goddamn insulting. This is stupid over on SmackDown. That is stupid. It's all stupid, Tim. It is pretty stupid. Lily, really? In her hometown, you're going to make her fake cry. And did you catch that she was trying to put something in her mouth and try to like foam at the mouth? Oh, Jesus. But it didn't go off? Yeah, there was. Yeah, I saw that. That's right. Yeah. Like. What the fuck are we doing? Death, taxes, and if you're a WWE wrestler, you lose in your hometown. Like, what in the shit, man? Burn this all down to the ground. Where's Seth Rollins? Burn it down. 
Well, I'm glad you brought that up because somebody wants to talk about Seth Rollins, and it's a blast from the past. It's at Lady Undertaker. I think hey. her first tweet the table in maybe four years says, when I saw Rollins wearing that silver suit a few weeks ago, I thought it was the Tin Man from Oz. Lol, hashtag tweet the table. And Rollins is leaning into the drip, man. That's uh, and I mean, why, why not? There's nothing else. Might as well do something fun. Yeah. Uh, did you see this thing with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? The, the interview he did? I didn't watch all of it. I've seen about half of it. We'll talk about it coming up in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, here, let's talk about it now. I'll, I'll do that tweet yeah. table since it's here. It's yeah. at AUC Catasis. Watching the Seth Rollins episode of Austin's uh, Broken Skull Sessions. So weird going back and watching these clips of The Shield. I don't even recognize the Dean Ambrose character at all. Completely two different people. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, yeah. I agree. So, yeah, yeah, two different points here, though. So, let's go back to Lady Undertaker yeah. and the Drip God and all that. Yeah. I think it's fine. But Stone Cold Steve Austin was like, now you have a character. And I would argue, no, now you just have a, a suit. look. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, like the, the suits are cool, but I, and he even said it's kind of like the, the um you know, crazy preacher guy gimmick mm -hmm. that he was doing with Rey Mysterio. I get it, but now yeah, it's he's just like, kind of an extension can, of that, yep. But now he's like, it could be anything. I'm like, well, if you can be anything, then you're nothing. Then you're nothing. Right? That's the thing. Now you're just guy in crazy suits. And I don't take you serious being yeah. mean or being fun. The phrase I heard recently, and I can't remember what it was. It was on something produced, so somebody will know I stole this from something. But um, it was that, like, if, if everything is possible, then, like, nothing is real. Right? Right. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's right. what I think with the Seth Rollins character is the suits are fun, and the suits are really entertaining to show someone who doesn't watch wrestling. Like, look at this crazy guy. But then if he goes, I'm going to you know, send edge to the hospital. It's like really tin man. You're going to be the one that kills edge. I don't believe you. Right. So like, that's the thing is like you said, if everything is possible, mm -hmm. then nothing is real. And yeah. that's kind of how I feel about the current Seth Rollins character. Now, second point. Yeah. Cada was saying mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Dean Ambrose. Now the hairstyles changed his, his clothes have looked different, you know, but I don't even remember the Dean Ambrose character. Like, I just know John Moxley. And I know he was John yeah. Moxley before, so I feel like I've just now gotten to know John Moxley, and I really don't remember anything about the Dean Ambrose character. Like, I know he was in The Shield, and I know they did some things, and I remember some spots. But, like, right now, as, like, a, like, characters in my entertainment viewing history of my life, like, the Dean Ambrose character is almost gone in my, like, yeah. memories. Like, it's just gone. Yeah, because there have been guys that, you know, go by new names and different promotions. Like, I think of, and all credit to him and rest in peace, but like Big Bubba Rogers when he was in WCW, it's like, no, that's the big boss man. We all know that's the big boss man. Stop it. It was the same character. It's even when like Scott Hall did Razor Ramon, like he was just Razor Ramon. He just went right. to his real name, right? Like kept yeah. the, Kevin Nash and Diesel were the same guy. But John Moxley and Dean Ambrose, where no. they have some comparison as far as like they could go do anything, it's kind of crazy. But John Moxley is just way more authentic, way more real, and way more violent and like captivating and has the charisma that's off the charts. Where Dean Ambrose was good and at times really, really good, but. It was always walking out with a, a food cart or uh, sitting on a piece of crap truck or not wanting to get a shot because people stink. And it's like, what? We're grabbing on straws to make you feel relevant here, pal. Mm. All right. We're going back out of Mr. Fourth Row. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Once again, use hashtag Tweet the Table. You'll be part of the show. We talk about what you want to talk about. He says, and now a commercial during the entrance of Alexa Bliss. What the hell? Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah, so I, I thought, yeah. so I thought initially, if you didn't have the ten dollars subscription, you would get commercials because you're on the free or five dollar, right? Right. And I'm, I still think that's kind of stupid for live events, but okay, right? But I got the ten dollar fucking thing, oh, yeah. and I saw the commercials, and so I'm like, hey, motherfucker. Yeah, that means WWE put that commercial through there. Yeah computer system right like through their yeah. broadcast system that wasn't peacock you know throwing an ad in yeah i just and here's the other thing about streaming services i look the purpose of commercials let me explain television to those who may not know the purpose of a commercial is that i as a program am paying or or you as the network are paying for me to be on your network, network right and then you are going to make that money back by selling advertisement that says 
Look at the thing I paid for. People want to watch that. Don't they want to see you with it? Yes, right? Now, you take that model out and you go to a streaming service where I get rid of the middleman, which is you, the provider, and I just say, hey, come to me. I don't then charge for fucking ads or play ads because no. you're poaching us. Nope, it's that's, stupid. That's not how they want it. They want it both ways, Tom. It's dumb. They want it's it both stupid. Ways. Yeah. Of course I hate it's stupid, it. but it's what makes them more money, and that's what they want to do. And that's what will matter most to everybody and everything, apparently, until we just burn up on this planet. Anyway. The worst. Um, back to the fun stuff. Back to the wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, let's talk about COVID. At Kenny First Lady says, hashtag head of the table says, wear your mask. Hashtag extreme rules. Hashtag tweet the table. Why? Why did we have to do that if we knew the precaution is that he has to wear a mask? Well, and, and here's the thing, right? I, the same reason we've tried to urge people to wear masks when they didn't want to, and and their argument was like, their argument back was the reason we asked them to do it in the first place is that Roman putting the mask on is way less of an impact for Roman than it is potentially for everybody else around Roman. So, like, the bigger thing he did there was protect the four or five people from him. I assume you already got tested and know you're negative. You know what I mean? Like, or else you wouldn't be out here doing this today, right? Like, the odd, you know what I mean? Like, the idea of the mask is it's more stopping the shit coming out of your mouth than it is, like, preventing you from sucking in the stuff from people, right? Like, there's way more going on here for you. So, like, again, it just felt like why, why go through the whole rigmarole of pulling it out, putting it on to, j like, just don't do that spot there. Yeah, it's 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 a lot like, and maybe I'm going uh, to out in left field here, but you know, why not? We're out here late recording this episode, so let's do it. It reminds me of like in fiction when like uh, Game of Thrones, right? I tried to watch that fucking uh, TV series, but you know what? It's a fictional fucking show, and in the first episode, the brother and sister are fucking, and guess mm. what? You didn't need to do it. Yeah, you didn't need to do it. Right. And so like with this, you don't need to have Roman uh, risk his health and safety and put on a fucking mask and make him look dumb when it's not needed. Right. Finn didn't, you know, hurt himself and actually walk into the crowd and we're like, oh, fuck, we got to get Finn back in here. No, that was a planned spot. You didn't have to do. It's so stupid. So is incest. <laughs> At AUC Cata says, I cannot stress this enough. It's so damn good to have this Shayna Baszler back. Hashtag tweet the table. And yeah, sure, this Shayna Baszler is better than whatever else they've been doing oh. on the main roster. And kudos to, um, I talked about this, but Nia Jax selling out on the screams for for that whatever they're saying she's doing there, right? Breaking a forearm or something. And mm -hmm. even Marie tried to duplicate-ish uh, that thing and didn't come as good. But man, uh, listening to... Uh, Nia Jack scream like that I was like Jesus Christ did she really break her arm <laughs> I was like something went wrong here she might yeah, have, might have. Yeah, who knows? Here, here's the thing it, it is cool I like it but we saw how it ended the last time mm. with her just getting squashed at Wrestlemania so why do we think that this fucking company led by these fucking knuckle draggers are going to do anything different the second time around so as cool as it is I know it's going to be oh, flamed well, out I'll take it further weeks. than that it's be it's because it's these old timers who are convinced that heavy on the Vince part of that convinced that like I know what the kid you know like I I know what wrestling works and we're gonna get this turned around and blah 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 like they just won't like if this Shayna Baszler thing goes well you're saying it won't even get to the level of going well they'll ruin it I'll say even if it started to take off they would purposely subvert it because they didn't fucking come up with it. They get like, they get like their he their feelings hurt, and like if they didn't create the idea and it starts to take over as the number one thing, it's got to stop. They'll purposely fucking sabotage it. Yeah, if it doesn't go over the way they want, right? So right. like, if this is meant to be a heel tactic, but every time she's doing this to do drop or whoever it is, we're like, yeah, do it again. Then they'll well, so go, far it's been what? Naya and Eva, and we've loved it. Right, so but then, like, but yeah, exactly. You know where this ends, yeah. Tim. You know where this ends. A job into Charlotte. Nameless <laughs> pay-per-view yeah. loses to Charlotte. Yep. yep. There it is. We're, like doesn't even beat Charlotte for the title. Charlotte just wins clean. Oh, yeah. we'll do that stupid championship contenders thing that makes zero fucking sense to beat the champion 
uh, or to get a championship match, you first have to beat them and then beat them again to become the champion. You've never done that in fucking ever yeah, in right. life. Is this a loser's bracket all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shayna Baszler. Is awesome. Is awesome. I love Shayna Baszler. God. I worked a couple I, of her fights in Victa. She was roommates with Sharkbait on the Ultimate Fighter. Great person. I, I like this conflicted angle where she's it's just like second by second. Like one second she's like, Oh fuck. And then the next you see her, she's like smiling about it, and then the next she's like, nah, fuck. <laughs> like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. Right? Like it's mm-hmm. not like you know what I mean? She smiles and then we see her in the back, like, oh no, what I do. Like it's momentary, like, oh, she's like legit going crazy. <laughs> and I like that, yeah. right? But again, is that gonna last? Yeah. And I have no confidence in it, so I kind of don't buy into it. Well, speaking of lasting and good quality craftsmanship, at Devil Vamp says what? W U T question mark. He said, "What? The top rope broke through the entire ring. That's the ending." Um. Okay. Sure. Hashtag Extreme Rules. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah. It didn't even. It, it's that it broke. It's that the whole thing came down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. If you're the demon, God is all powerful, right? We settled who God's favorite champion is because Miro lost, and Roman retained. Roman won out of nowhere. <laughs> and I'm gonna go further. Like I, I know. Hey, we said this, right? They they want to be Marvel light. They want to be a comic book come to life. Finn Balor is dead on the ground. And the lights go red. Okay, sure, right. We did that with the fiend, right? The lights go red. Oh, right, and Undertaker. Right, right. And Undertaker. Lights go yep. out. And we hear a heartbeat, and the lights are flashing. And Finn Balor does whatever the fuck he did to emulate his life. <laughs> it looked like he's fucking having a seizure on the floor. And Michael Cole knows exactly what that means. It's the demon's heartbeat. He's coming back to life. How did Michael Cole know that? Are you in on the dark arts, Michael Cole? Are you what the fuck? Well, and then if you caught this, the music starts playing and continues to play until the rope goes out and then the lights come back on and then the music yeah. stops. What the fuck? So like, yeah, the mo- like he didn't lose consciousness when the rope break. So, like, why did the stuff stop? If he was, like, drawing that power, like, maybe, like, he just got snapped out of it, I guess. Like, I just, can't you float if you can do these things? Hey, look, look, Vince and Shane defeated Shawn Michaels and God at Backlash, and God wants his vengeance, and he's going to take it out on the demon. On the top rope. On the top rope, where everyone's vulnerable. It's a high-risk maneuver, Tim. I, I will give him this. I thought it legit broke because, like, why would I have thought anything else? And I was like, that's fucking funny. Like, all this shit they went through. I was ready to fucking clown on them for, like, you put all this stake into this bullshit half-ass, like, uh, local community theater version of a demon awakening. Um, and then it all comes crashing down by a rope break. And then I just got pissed when I found out. I was like, oh, no, that's what they booked to end the fucking match with. Yeah. Yeah, because if it would have broke, you're like, oh, man, even if you like WWE, you're like, oh, that's tough luck, right? Yeah. Like with, Poor Finn, with, right? Like, well, I, like, I feel bad for Finn in that moment. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like Eddie Kingston and John Moxley in that death yes, match when it was right. supposed to be the things and it was a fucking dud, right? You kind of think that. But then, like, to your point, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That wasn't an accident? Oh, I'm mad. And that's how I felt. I yeah. was like, this is insulting. Why do I? I don't like the WWE. I just... Look, tell me a story that's compelling. Hashtag tweet the tell. Hashtag tweet the table. Any fucking story this week that has you interested in what happens on the next so, program. And, and here's what I, I want to talk to. We keep talking about this because everybody keeps saying like, well, they're making money and they whatever, and they get the biggest ratings and stuff. Then I'm asking you, the people that watch it, and the people that like it, and the people that would tell us that we're overreacting. Mm-hmm. What is the compelling storyline? Because if you tell me any of these storylines are compelling, I'm telling you. It's the fact that you're watching without asking questions like we're asking is the reason they still have these ratings. Because any other TV program that puts this kind of fucking storylines on is getting canceled before the season ends. They're going to replace it with reruns of something else because these Mm -hmm. are shit stories. They're easily seeable through or just nonsensical. Right. If you can't see through the story, it's because it doesn't make any sense. And so, like, it just doesn't. And and they're recycling the same things over and over again. You can't be entertained by the storylines. Bar none. I'm saying if you're telling me you're entertained by these storylines, I've got a lot of questions for you about other things in your life. 
because I don't see how. Because like if you ask one question that a toddler would ask, all of it falls apart in every storyline. We do it here every week. And that's mm-hmm. why we started talking about AEW. Because we didn't want to come across as fucking so negative with right. the WWE talk. Because if we like if I showed this to anybody who didn't I I know immediately if I showed this to somebody who didn't watch, their first question would be this, and I can't answer it. There's a problem. But yet people are telling me that no, it's fine. Why would you think anything negative of it? I'm like, how can you not? So I yeah. need more people to give me feedback on that, right? This mm-hmm. is I'm no longer mad at WWE. It's like you said, like, if they ask you to fucking throw for the Yankees, you're gonna be like, Of course I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But I'll they give shouldn't a shot. let you. The fans should be mad at the Yankees. Well, <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like so I need I'm now mad at you guys. Like, tell me what the fuck keeps you tuning in. It 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 you have to come to the realization and tell me that it's just because you like seeing flips and shit. Like that's it. Like, but that's if you it. like flips and shit, then go to. Then AEW you should go to again, somewhere else. Yeah. Like well, I just don't we even get young bucks and the yeah. Lucha Bros. Yeah. I like, just the stories are insulting. It it makes me it, it makes me mad to the point where I wish I could talk to someone. I almost feel like a Karen where I'm like I need to speak with the manager because this is bullshit. We need Doctor like, Shelby. Is, I think I called a Doctor Stewart the last time. It was Doctor Shelby. Yeah. We need Doctor Shelby like, here. But, like, if this was a meal, I must be hungry here, but, like, if this was a meal that was presented to me, I would look at it, I would look at the waiter or waitress, and I'd be like, I need to talk to your manager. This is bullshit. Like, I'm not I'm not consuming this. So like, get me someone to so I can talk to her. Like, that's how I feel about WWE. Yeah. It's so just – it's mean. It's mean to the audience. Yeah. That's how they are. They're so bad. I saw a joke when I was researching jokes online, and it said uh, this person's favorite lotion – is uh, his face, person's favorite lotion scent is chamomile because it has the word meal in it. <laughs> right. I like that. That's right? <laughs> All right. So anyway, WWE fans, what the fuck, right? right. What the fuck? And look, look before we go on, yeah. we could po- we could poke holes in AEW too, sure. right? But we would have to ask a little bit more questions than the fucking thing that we're having well, to ask I questions I think they're built on better foundations. Even yeah. if they're looser with less substance, they're at least more sensical foundations. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, at B double D four, final one we got tonight of Tweet the Table says Leo Rush is in AEW. Wait, didn't this already happen? Didn't he retire? What the? Ah, well, I don't even care anymore. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And here's the thing that I I would say to whoever booked this segment is you knew people were going to say, especially your audience was going to say that, right? Mm -hmm. So you should have, you should have addressed the elephant in the room right from jump, right? You could have said, Hey, I'm Leo rush. I was going to retire because my heart wasn't in it. But then I saw Kenny Omega as champion. And I said, that guy can't be a champion for the number one organization in pro wrestling. Okay. You're back. Right. Or if you wanted to say a heel, say the same fucking thing about Daniel or Brian Danielson, right? You could have said it, whatever. Right. But that you just completely bypassed the, like he said, he was retired. Nope. No, he's not. And come out with the fucking pyramid scheme gimmick. Which what isn't that the... what Matt Hart is doing? I mean, yeah, Matt that's... Hart is more doing the like sleazy sports manager. It's but... the, I mean, that's apples to apples here. Like you're still being a sleazy guy that's stealing money from people. You're just try, yeah. trying to do it in a pyramid you're trying scheme. Trying to be a, a, a less funny Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Well, but Cameron Grimes was like, just, I want money. Like, I don't really care about you. Yeah. Leo Rush is saying, give me your money. I can make millions. And it's like, what? That's what it was Lisa implied. Yeah. That's, me. that's what I feel. I think you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. And here's know. the thing. I'll say it every time they've added a new wrestler since Brian Danielson. The only fucking hires in AEW needs to be behind the camera, not in front. We already have Andrade as just like a, hey, go over to AAA. Just go wrestle there. You had one match with us with Pac. Fuck it. Go back. Just go to AAA. Yeah. Yeah. That What? Like, come on. You know? Yeah. Anyway. All right, so that was Tweet the Tables. Please do that. Use hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter. Uh, we'll read them right here. We'd love to hear what you have to talk about. You'll you'll lead, meet folks who are also interested in the same things you are. Community yeah. will grow. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get to watch us, and you'll get a look at Effie's belt. Hey, and by the way, uh, 
it's good to see, you know, more of those legacy hashtag tweet the table uh, people like Lady Undertaker. And if you're newer to hashtag tweet the table, there you go. You can make a new connection with someone who you may not know of. of Lady Undertaker. So I saw the tweet come across from Lady Undertaker and I was like, wait a minute, Lady Undertaker. I remember that name. Mm -hmm. I know she used Mm -hmm. to hashtag tweet the table. So I did the quick Twitter search and saw it was like four years ago. Right now, we haven't always used hashtag tweet the table as a major portion of our show. So that's, you know, understanding. That's why we're trying to rebuild it now. But. I did see in those tweets, Lady Undertaker, if you're watching or listening now, uh, get back at us. Um, you used to, and I don't know if it's still true, you used to hate, detest Roman Reigns. So I need to know if now that this new Roman Reigns is out, right, the heel Roman Reigns, the head of the table, ta- you know, uh, you know, tribal chief, all that, are you still hating Roman Reigns? Is that is that holding true, or, or have you turned the corner? Get back at us. Use that hashtag. Yeah, I want to hear that. I want to mm-hmm. know. Hey, so let's talk uh, before we get out of here, because we were a little bit too negative, I feel like. But, hey, it was kind of justified. But let's go into some of the fun stuff, and let's go back to AEW, because that's where the fun stuff happens. It's so fun. Uh, it's so goddamn fun. Tom, every time I turn on AEW, like, a smile just comes on my face, because I know there's going to be something fun, and they always deliver. I'm never left like... Oh, is this the fun thing? Like, they come out of the gate with the fun stuff. Then they, like, fucking come. Like, when you're like, that was fun, and you get hit in the head again with, you know, another fun stuff. It's just so great. And then there's some unexpected fun stuff. Yeah, it's it's the best. It makes me feel like a kid. Fun stuff. It's the name of this episode. It makes me giddy. Yeah, it makes me giddy. I want to share this information with non-wrestling fans. Like, I'm like, hey, guys, so Brian Danielson. And like, who the fuck? I'm like, I got to tell you about who he is. Let me start with the independent scene in 2002 ring of honor. Like, you know what I mean? Like it makes me want to share this. I get, I get happy telling people I become like an evangelist for AEW because of how happy it makes me. Yeah. I haven't felt that way since like Taz as the FTW champion in ECW. Like mm-hmm. that was probably the last, well, I know Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30. That was, that made me like, Hey, everyone should watch this. But that was like a, out of spite. Cause fuck the McMahons. Right. Anyhow, uh, fun. Let's get back to fun. Uh, so there's two big stories out of, uh, out of AEW dynamite. One was a little bit somber. Uh, we went to Rochester, New York. Unfortunately, uh, Brody Lee obviously has passed away. That is his hometown. We did somewhat of a tribute show, uh, to Brody Lee here. We did some Dark Order stuff. We had Tay Conti and Anna Jay do some stuff. Negative One came out. That was the big, you know, portion of the show. But I think moving forward, the big news is that we have a new TNT champion. Sammy Guevara, as I mentioned earlier, beat Miro for the TNT championship. Tim, what did you think about that move? Um, I was surprised by that move. Honestly, like I, I knew at some point somebody had to beat Miro, but I would have thought it would have been a longer storyline and we would have seen it coming maybe. Um, and so I like the move. I like the idea that like, we're going to put Sammy, I think Miro helped elevate this title a lot. And mm-hmm. so now oh. Sammy's getting a, a hell of a push out of this and to beat him clean. Um, you know what I mean? Like in the ring, like he didn't have somebody come in and give him all that. He- you know what I mean? Like give a, like, yeah. Oh, we just kicked him in the balls when the ref wasn't looking. Um, Sammy, Sammy G pulling down them titles, man. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm optimistic because I hope for as good as Miro did and Miro look, he's my favorite TNT champion in recent memory. I know there hasn't been too many of them, but his TNT run was my favorite. Yes. And so with that being said, I'm hoping, Hey, Sammy Guevara, it was announced next week. We'll take on Bobby fish. He was Bobby fishes with MLW. So the forbidden doors open, that's Which is fun. great. Right, that's going to be they fun. They have to do a walk-by between Cole and Fish, Fish and right? Cole. I, you God would think damn so. damn it, they have to. You would think so. But I'm excited that hopefully this means Miro now gets to move up the card and maybe do some flirting with CM Punk. Or he gets to wrestle John Moxley. Or it's Brian Danielson. That's what I'm excited about. I, I think Sammy Guevara is going to do great. I think his promo skills will get better as he becomes champion and his title defenses. But I want Miro I to go up that card. I do not want to lose this Redeemer character for a while. Oh. I want that to stay. He said... I like to celebrate, or I think he said, like, I, yeah, I like to celebrate with my God up high and my wife down low. <laughs> like, yes. Jesus Christ, dude. He had so many fucking one-liners, but oh. still still felt like, 
like he was delusional to believe the one line. You know what I mean? Like they're funny, but it was like like if you laughed in his presence, he would fucking rip your throat out. You know what I mean? Well, because like, it was yeah, because oh. it was delivered not funny. It was like right. like it was like this is what I like to do. I like to praise my God and yeah. I like to have sex yeah. with my wife. It's like, like a guy who's like I like to kill a deer with my bare hands and have sex with my wife. You'd be like. You'd be like, that's really funny that you said that, but like, I, I need to like leave now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like everything that he said wasn't meant to be funny, but it was right. funny because they're like, you're a psychopath. Yeah. That is insane of what you just said. Yeah. Those words together yeah. made me uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I'm hoping that we see Miro CM Punk. That is my mm. hope. I want Miro CM Punk, and I want Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. That those are the matchups I want to see with the, the big time name guys and some other ones. And I know Miro was a WWE guy. So you're doing WWE, WWE, but I don't really feel like Miro and CM Punk ever really got to bump into each other yeah. too much. So I want to see that. I also want to see Adam Cole and CM Punk. Cause I don't think they've ever wrestled. At least I don't think so. Maybe they did on yeah. independent, but you know, this whole focus on Kenny Omega has like, you know, on the elite and like, we, we got all hyped up for the hangman thing. And then it, it kind of like disappeared. And then like AEW, like, everybody was focused on like it was the hangman storyline the hangman storyline oh. the hangman storyline and then all of a sudden that like disappeared but i think what like made everybody be like oh no that disappeared was like it was like oh yeah cm punk daniel bryan <laughs> Cole, right, right yeah so now it's kind of like okay so that's settled right that's settled back down where do we go from here because like i just started thinking like who is what do we because we have this ranking system i don't know that we have this like who's a clear-cut main eventer level folks right like who are we so yeah i mean like Miro's one of those guys now, right? Like he's gonna be a guy who so. would go in and, and challenge for those titles, and like, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where they start going with these folks now that, like, you know, Hangman's gonna have to come back. Like, what do we do here now? The well, and that's to get, yeah, and yeah. that's an interesting conversation to have. Is so Hangman comes back, where do you put him on the card? Do you go right back into the Kenny Omega? Hey, I'm going after that title, or do you go with the Dark Order? Hey, what the hell happened while I was gone? Do you go into, hey, Hangman and Adam Cole used to be friends on BTE. Now what the hell? Because Hangman used to be tight when Adam Cole was there, and now he's not. Are they going to become friends? Because, yeah. ooh, we got some fun stories. Imagine that. Hangman is the one to get Adam Cole to see the light. Adam Cole turns on the elite. That would be fun. That would be fun. But we'll see. I'm just interested in, yeah, where all of these main eventers go and, you know, eventually it's going to get full and WWE is going to say, hey, we'll take some of your guys. I think a Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian might head over. I think a Brian Cage might hang, you know, head over. I think a Bear Country might head over. I don't know. It just, it's going to, AEW is awesome. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, other dynamite topics, or do you want, I got the Rampage card up to talk about what's going to happen tomorrow night on Rampage if you want to get into some of these stories. Yeah, real quick, before we do that, though, um, we talked about Cody. We talked about Miro and Sammy yep. Guevara. Yep. Uh, we talked about Adam Cole and Jungle Boy. We kind of touched on that. That was an amazing match. But what did you think about CM Punk on commentary? I thought he was yeah. the best guy of the four. I, I like CM Punk uh, on commentary, especially when he doesn't have the motive of, like, you know, active storyline. Like, he, you know, discussed the Brian, or the um, Team Taz thing. But, like, yeah. you know, um yeah, when he's able to just kind of be a guy watching wrestling, great. I, I I would enjoy more of that. I like the rotating guest idea that you don't always have to force. Like sometimes they're not there, but like frequently you'll have wrestler or manager or whatever there for the night, right? Like just mm -hmm. kind of hanging out. I like that different perspectives and you get those kind of different chemistries and stuff like that. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, and CM Punk is doing so well on commentary. Unlike Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho did great during the pandemic because he gave energy to a spot that didn't have energy. But now that crowds are back, he's a little bit too over the top for me, just being transparent. Yeah. CM Punk, though, rides that right in the middle kind of uh, energy that I like where he can get up if it needs to be, but he can stay where he should be. Uh, he's not getting any younger. I wouldn't mind if he kicks old JR out of his spot and we get Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, yeah. and CM Punk. So what do you think the Dark Order thing? They hugged, they did whatever, but I have no beliefs that, like, they're just happy family again, right? Like, I... I, I do. I, I think, think that so? is it. You think yeah, that's how I, they resolved that storyline? I think I think You think the that whole was there thing, to set that up? 
Yeah, I think the whole thing was to set up negative one, throw in the papers, and then Brody's wife. But I would have done it in a way cooler spot, right? Like in the the backstage thing where he can go off instead of just this, like, we're staying in the ring, right? Yeah. Um, Now, Evil Uno still could go sideways and and do some fun stuff, which I think would be cool. He is evil. Um, But I just, yeah, I I think we're done. I just... As I mentioned earlier, where does Hangman play in all of these stories? Because he left a lot of loose ends. Well, and where and does Bray Wyatt tie- hang? Because listen, hear me out. I, I hear no. people. Well, no, but hear me out. I hear people are saying like, we say this. AW needs nobody else in front of the camera. They need it behind the camera. Mm-hmm. 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 Bray Wyatt and his ability to now get a character over is not going to get enough money and TV exposure from places like Impact Wrestling, from MLW, from those things. So we can cut those the fuck out of of the of the table, right? Like he's a top earner guy now. You know what I mean? Oh, like Oh yeah. Yeah, but so, I could see where he could go. Where? Go to New Japan. New Japan would be the only other thing. And that's what I'm saying like, but I don't know if he's then I mean, yeah, he could probably put up merch numbers over there in Japan like he would over here in the United States. So if it's oh, not AW, yeah. it almost has to be New Japan. If if I'm just from a money perspective in my brain behind the curtains with yeah. Wyndham Rotunda, who's got fucking seventeen kids now by four balls or something like that, like yeah. I don't know. I think he might only have two. I don't know. Yeah. But like, hey man, like no, Impact Wrestling could probably pay him the salary just because Impact's owned by Anthem and blah blah blah. But like, they're not getting the TV money that would give him the like merch exposure that he would with AEW or New Japan. Like, if he creates another character where they're gonna have all those fucking you know what I mean? Like things they can oh, sell, but, like shirts, fucking things, blah, 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 blah. Like Impact yeah, Wrestling but, ain't doing that. Well, but you know Impact I mean? Wrestling has the has the uh, uh, working relationship with Pro Wrestling Tees, and so yeah. they could handle that part. I, look, yeah. if I'm booking it, but I'm, I'm saying, putting it But in. I'm saying the exposure to get people that will watch it and want to buy it is not there. Impact Wrestling numbers are fucking shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Guess. Like, And I don't yeah. think he's the guy that's going to be like, everybody now needs to find and, and make sure they're tuning impact. He's just going to get forgotten there. And I hope he knows that. Yeah. Like Big Kaz, yeah. you know, he's over there in impact. I forgot So about I know him we say things time. like they don't need people in front, but like if, if I can look at that AEW roster and trade, I'd trade a bunch of times. I could find a many groups of three people that I'd trade for a Wyndham Rotunda to be on AEW at this point. Because you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I understand a wholeheartedly yeah. what you mean. I just don't want it. I, I just really almost, don't. I just almost like yeah. Rampage should be a two-hour show, and you know what I mean. Like you know, like we should maybe, you know what I mean. Like have a couple. I don't. I don't know. They don't need another brand, but like I don't. No, I, don't I just know. think they're good. Just stop. But here's the thing mm. that we need to keep in mind: is these top name guys they're not young right right C- cm punk's not young christian right. cage is not young uh well and that's Sting it like not punk's gonna wrestle 12 times a year i think they said so he's not like you know we don't have the worry of like he's getting every storyline every week and everything necessary right. right but i'm saying like they have an older roster so uh, so a bray wyatt would fit in as far as that i just don't look Send him over to New Japan. Have him fucking wrestle Great Muda. Have Great Muda do his fucking cool shit with the green mist. Have Bray Wyatt do his shit with the cool lights and fucking fight each other. And make me like that. Open the forbidden door. Have him fuck with Cody. Go back to New Japan. And that's what we got. So, but here, it, for money, which, again, if he's doing this for money, which I got to think oh, he probably he is. is. Oh, yeah. In America, <laughs> like, is where it's at. And it's... It's television. It's access to television and and named to like the uh, TNT or what it's going to be TBS banner is going to be way better than Access TV and it's going to be know. way better than you know what I mean like so I just like no I know I know to me they've elevated themselves so fast that they've become the true number two like a like if we had a tier of wrestling companies like they're in the top tier now and so top tier guys are going to go to one of these places. They're number one. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, they're gonna be number one. We're I, talking I, oh, about, I don't doubt it. yeah, we're talking about AEW, mm-hmm. like we were, like we would be talking about WWE in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, I am um, uh, number one. I, I, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think they're gonna have, they're gonna continue to have this talent exodus. Um, the only thing that's gonna save WWE in that regard is being able to throw money at some po- at some folks. Yeah, but I mean, AEW could do that if they wanted to. I don't know if he'll do it. You know what I mean? Like then. 
oh man yeah now i almost want to play like like as if these were my like action figures like okay you're gonna hand me bray wyatt well then i'm getting rid of alistair black or malachi black you know what i mean like oh trust me yes now yeah. what i would do too is i i would put more storylines on dark and elevation and have things go through there and and push that kind of stuff um because you're right like you can't flood it too much with stuff like it's a delicate balance but like yeah, would you would you be open you know let's go old school wcw how it used to be back in the day which we always pine for right oh my yeah. god it was so great when i was a kid you yep. know well one of the things that they did was they had a saturday morning show yep. right and it was in universal well that looks a lot like dark yep. what if you put dark on tnt on a saturday morning do you think then but do you think then it would be treated as if it now needs storylines and things like that instead of the YouTube show where it's just, hey, we got 10 yeah, matches. I don't know tonight. because those same things, the thing you're talking about with like the Saturday morning thing, it wasn't really rife with storylines either. It wasn't. You know what no. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Because that's the thing is I don't think talent yeah. like an Adam Cole would go to dark because YouTube is not television. Yeah. But then I just don't know what you do so, with that. And, and that's a changing landscape too, right? Cable TV is an older thing, but it's there's still a lot of them. They're still going to be around for decades. So, well, you know. Um, well, and with that being said, uh, television, it is changing, right? We are all going to different streaming mm -hmm. services and stuff, but the money for live television that networks are willing to pay, oh, God, that's why – that's why Major League Baseball, right. the, the attendance has been down in the last 10 years. But if you look across the board, they're the highest paid athletes because of all the networks mm -hmm. throwing money at Major League yeah. Baseball because of all the so, 181 games. With this, like, with this Bray Wyatt thing, or, you know, I'm going to, you know, it's Wyndham Rotunda. We don't know what name he's going to show yeah. up with when he gets here, right? Husky Harris. Uh, but, like, to, to the AW side, like, they would just be throwing away money to not take him. He's going to print them money. They're going to get that huge response like they've gotten with everybody else. Everybody's going to talk about how great they are. It's one of these where, like, where they realize they're like, get it now. But I am worried about, the, like, you're kind of biding your time until you have to, like, do something with these folks. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And that's my point with Andrade earlier. He does the segment backstage with the Lucha Bros where he's like, hey, yeah. I want those AAA championships, which, again – just by premise doesn't make sense to me. You're an AEW. They're the AEW tag team champions. Yeah. Why don't you go after the AEW tag team championships? But whatever. And then that's that's Andrade, right? Three months ago, that was the big signee. Yeah. And now he's just a... So now let's talk about like the idea of impact, right? And people are like, well, he fits better on impact because they do more of those like Spooky supernatural stuff, yeah. stuff. But that's the problem. That's one of the reasons I don't watch it is because it's too much of that stuff. Right? Like oh, they, I... do, they do it too often too much yeah. and i don't want it and so like it, it's okay when it's a character and i'm seeing like a character go up against another you know what i mean like and that's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like he's a twisted supernatural maybe this one isn't or once in a while you get the two supernatural ones. but like if the whole show's themed that way well that's that's like a you know that's almost lucha underground-esque where it's just kind of like it's a different niche and i don't know that for a guy we've got too many top guys right now is what we've got i think right for two companies there almost needs to be a third one so yes impact wrestling would be great if they could go over there and make that like a viable you know, equal third option, but you're not going to do it on access TV tucked away where it is. Like if it's not a Fox or a USA or a TBS or one of these bigger things, it's not going to happen. And that programming that you're talking about there, the supernatural stuff with fucking Sammy Callahan able to teleport or whatever the fuck he is, isn't going to make Fox and TBS at fucking whatever. Right? Like, I, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't see it as a viable option. So yeah, if, if he's not showing up in new Japan, it's AEW, or it's back to WWE and they've worked something out. That's an interesting – man, we're having some good conversations here mm -hmm. to wrap up the episode because that's also another thing is there's too many top guys, and I think the reason is is because now guys with the advancement of uh, science and, and technology and information – they're prolonging their careers. A CM Punk in the 1990s is either dead or yeah. on his third uh, retirement tour. Edge, you know what I mean? Edge wrestling again is unheard of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's, Christian's yeah. not coming back. Uh, Kenny Omega and all of his injuries might not even be around today if we're back in the 90s, early 2000s. So that's the thing is all these guys are prolonging their careers. And you're like, yeah, I love Punk. I love Christian. I love Edge. I love. And you're like, okay, but now we have this 24-year-old, right, who's, who's killing it. And we want to push him to the moon. But we can't because now this guy's yep. money dictates he has to be in the main event picture. So what do we do? Yeah, that's a hard yeah, thing I'd to do. I'd almost rather get a one-hour show five nights a week than I would 
Oh yeah, the the two and one, right? Like if you want to mm-hmm. sneak in two extra hours of content, you give me one because then I can catch that up later. I don't have to watch it live every night. But yeah, you're gonna lose live viewers probably that way because it's not yeah. an event based thing. Then at that point, I yeah. would just put more emphasis on either elevation or dark as a storyline for Abaddon and and Kip Sabian and uh, Bear Country. You don't have to Brian have separate Pillman brands, Jr. but I can understand that. Like this is the this is the minor leagues here, you know what I mean? Like, and we're doing stories of them over there, and some are going to sneak up as they do well there, and some are going to go back down, right? Like, the way NXT was intended to be, right? Like, where we thought this idea of, like, this guy's doing really well here, let's move him up to the main roster. So they could treat dark elevation yeah. as a stair step, you know what I mean? Like, But I wouldn't. I understand what you mean, and backstage yeah. I would do that, but what I would do, this is fun conversation, I like this, yeah. uh, what I would do is keep it as is to the viewer. Dark, I would say elevation is different. That is the like, hey, we're just putting people on, because let's be honest, yeah. it's before or after Dynamite, whatever, right? But Dark is at the Universal Studios, so that show is obviously third, but with that Dynamite or that Rampage and Dynamite, those are three shows that we're putting emphasis on. But what I think we should do is you have Dark, and let's say it's um, Brian Pillman Jr., right? Mm-hmm. He goes down there. He's getting better. He's getting better. He has a gimmick that comes over that people are loving on YouTube. Numbers are going out of the roof. He gets a g- cool match with Eddie Kingston on Dynamite gets a three month program, but he obviously is still green. So then we send him back to dark. Mm-hmm. He keeps doing his thing, but we can just kind of like this, the call ups, like, right? Like, the, yeah, yeah, but like, but, but the whole thing with like NXT that I always hated is like, okay, we're calling up Samoa oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, that no. means he can't go no, but back like in, down with like minor league baseball. Like they'll call you up, but you might go back in two months. You know what I mean? Like right. they just needed you for a while because the guy went and, down. Right. And if you're hangman Adam page and you've been out for a while, you do your rehab assignments on dark. So you make your splash on dynamite, but you do your, some right. of your matches on dark. Yeah. That's what I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Here. So like, I can know that like when I watch dark, like it's, it's, it's the lower tier, if you will, right? Like it's the undercard, if you will. But we're gonna see, just like it. just like it. So if you're running the UFC and you've got your big UFC fight night, but you've also got the next night, you've got the B town and you mm-hmm. know whatever. But you might have a big name fighter to draw people into the tickets, but they're gonna fight the up and comer bum. You know what I mean? Right. Who they'll probably beat and that kind yeah. of stuff. So they get to see some talent, but we'll also somebody got some training. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That kind of thing. Treat it the exact same way, which they kind of, I mean, yes, they kind of do that, but I think the storylines are missing. That's what I'm saying. Game. You could have Hangman do his first initial big splash, you know, uh, storyline coming back. He's on Dynamite. He's killing it. But now he's stuck in no man's land. So what does he do? Well, he goes down to dark and he wrestles, um, you know, uh, uh, who am I thinking of here? Uh, I'm trying to think of some bad heels here. Um Oh goodness, who who would be someone? Well, here's a good heel uh, for you, Tom. Wardlow. He 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 wrestles Wardlow, for example. In the chat, Theo seventy five says, "Oh, what a shock! T Mac is back after being rejected by that bootleg Spanish announce table from America's Hat, and he's back with the real Spanish yeah. announce table podcast." Yeah, you didn't go there up there and try to join the the Canadian sat pod, did you? Right? No. Right? You wouldn't do that to no. me, would you? No. You really went on vacation, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Good. You wouldn't lie, right, about that? No. 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 No way. Right, yeah. No. <laughs> As he drinks hey, a Labatt's by, Blue. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I love Canadian bacon. Oh, do you? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big no. fan of no. pouring maple syrup on his fucking Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> All right, hey. Rampages tomorrow night. We do this Thursday nights for everybody. Let's talk about um, uh, Ooh, some yeah, of these. Let's right. get into it. We've got a no DQ match. Nyla Rose, Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa. Oh, fire. How fucking awesome yeah. is that? This is going to be, this is gonna be there's going to be some Woo! hard blows. People are going to be on the oh. outside. There's going to be some blood in this one. Oh, someone's tits popping. It is going to be really. Someone's going to tear a tit. That is what's going to happen. Someone's, someone's going to tear, tear a tit. Oh. oh, Jade Cargill has to go over though, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because, look, again, Nyla Rose, I think, is on one of those where, like, hey, you had the green light for a while, now you get the yellow, right? You're gonna but now do some you're work, established. But you're established, she, but you're going to help put some people over. Thunder Rosa, kind of the same thing, right? Like, we spotlighted you for a while. We may give you another run, but I don't think it's at the expense of Jade Cargill. So, no, Jade Cargill. Unless there's – Jade Cargill doesn't have to take this loss, right? Right. Thunder Rosa beats Nyla Rose. Thunder Rosa then says, uh, Britt Baker, I'm coming or, after you. Jade or, Cargill says she's undefeated. Or that's how we get Jade Cargill's like, no, bitch. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to turn your punch bowl because you didn't beat me. And then, you know, we get a little mini thing before. And then D&D can be like, well, whatever. You two fucking figure it out. I don't give a shit. Right? Like, (laughs) just laugh at him. Right? Yeah, I like that. But that's a hell of a match. I'm excited for that one. We also got Brian Danielson versus your favorite, Nick Jackson. God. I hope he kicks the fucking here's uh, okay die off of his beard. I saw somebody. Great. It's not not one of our regulars, right? This is a person I don't even know who the hell it was. It was on Twitter, and I didn't catch what their name was. So shout out to you if this was you. I'm gonna shit on you. <laughs> you said in response to this that this has been one of your dream matches for years. Brian Danielson versus one half of the young men. No, it wasn't. Who the fuck sitting here dreaming of a Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson? Right, like you you selectively picked one of the young bucks to face Daniel Bryan is your match that you daydream about? I don't believe that. No, no. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. But yeah, that's not a dream match. That is not a dream not match. You put Punk with Brian Danielson, and then you put the Young Bucks. Okay, I can somebody's buy. dream match, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I can buy you saying that, but yeah, not one half of the Young Bucks and Brian Danielson. Yeah, that's <laughs> my dream match. What's your was main event? Hulk Hogan versus Luke Bushwhacker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not the same level of tag teams. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that, but yeah, <laughs> same, same. Hey, I'm still doing. Hey, this, they'll probably right? come out. The Young Bucks will probably do that next week. That's what they love to yeah. do. Somebody else's shit. Yep. All right, and then oh, so Brian Danielson wins, right? Oh yeah, that's unless there's enough. shenanigans with the elite. Nah, I think Brian. Dan- no, well, yes, because Adam Cole next could week cost on- him or something or whatever, you know. Yeah, because next week on Dynamite, I think they're doing Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, and Jurassic Express yeah. versus the whole elite. So yeah, right, I could yeah. see that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brian Danielson will be the clear-cut better oh. wrestler, whether or not he wins the match, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And then a hair. Versus hair match, Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. And this one's tough for me because Orange Cassidy's almost nearly bald anyway. So if he gets shaved and he's just like, eh, we don't really care. It doesn't hurt the character. It doesn't really shame him much. We almost feel bad for the guy. But Matt Hardy is the no, kind no, of guy that'll fucking. It's not Matt Hardy what? that's going to lose his hair. Matt Hardy put Jack Evans. Oh, that's right. Hair that's right. He put Jack line. Evans' hair. So it's going to be Jack Evans. Yes. And yeah, Jack okay. Evans, I did some research. Uh, he was bald in Ring of Honor for a while. Yeah, he okay. wore like a bandana and stuff. So he can go back yeah. to that look. Yeah. Jack Evans is. Yeah, that's right. Hair. I forgot. He put somebody else up. That's right. Because that's great, though. Yeah, yeah of course. Because right? right. then he'd be like, no, I'm still going after that hair. It's you versus Angelico. Hair yeah, versus yeah. hair. <laughs> you know, he just keeps off one. You and yeah. private party. Um, so, yeah, man, Rampage. I, I love Rampage, man, for that same reason. Like It's quick. It's in. It's out. You get, like, three matches. But, like, there's still generally a storyline or two in there. <laughs> he should have done. Matt Hardy should have done a hair versus hair match. Him, uh, you know, Orange Cassidy versus the Blade, who's already bald. <laughs> he should like, that should be, be someone's like, gimmick. Blade and the Blade would be like. <laughs> I'm bald. He's like, it's a hair versus hair. Okay, I'll shave. A bald guy should put someone, a bald guy should do that. Hair versus hair. Like, I'm growing it out for a week. And then, yeah, me versus you. I think that'd be funny. Yeah, yeah he just grows out his little skull. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, Effie won the internet championship. Matt Cardona's oh. 10-year reign is the internet champion. And Matt Cardona, right when you thought he was done with GCW, comes back and goes after another fan favorite right when you think hey maybe he's gonna try it out win over the fans and take on you know ricky shane page or one of those heels nope i'm doubling down i'm going after your other favorite effie fuck these guys like it's so great so great and i love it's the internet i love that he's like all right you beating for that title i got my own fucking title (laughs) and he loses it right away yeah it's so great i love yeah i love love everything matt cardona's doing and all the spotlight he's bringing and gcw credit again they go to the coolest fucking places Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) and i tell you what we're we're talking about matches on you know rampage and upcoming dynamites and pay-per-views and all the other stuff one of the matches I cannot wait for is October 9th, GCW champion John Moxley taking on MDK all fucking day, Nick Gage. All fucking day. Woo! Someone might die, and I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of fun stuff. And, um, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, unless you got anything else, wait. man, maybe we'll end this fun stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Bye-bye. All right, later.
the Spanish announce table. Recording stopped.